Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, IAs, and welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IA Path. Uh, this is your old host, Chris Stanley. It has been a long time since I have had the mic, uh, even on the podcast I started. Uh, we just got back from our first in-person event. Uh, Kobe Hearn and Ashley Kitterman did an amazing job hosting our first ever catastrophic auto adjusters boot camp for five days. And at the end of it, they tested the students who had been learning how to write and scope hail damage vehicles, and they tested them in front of the IA firms. It was amazing. Now, I'm sure Kobe's going to come on here at some point and probably walk you guys through what happened. At least I'm hoping to hear behind the scenes from him and Ashley about their feedback and breakdown of the week. Um, and then on the the tail end of that, on Saturday, we had our first ever uh, Claim Your Life alumni get-together. Um, and it was like a networking event with those same firms and other people who had graduated in the past. And so it was, it was a really great time. It was great to meet a lot of you guys in person. But one of the things Kobe and I both heard from you guys is, what happened to the podcast? We want to hear some new podcast episodes. So uh, I didn't want to make you wait too long. Kobe's been really, really busy putting on the event. He's exhausted, I am sure, and he's got a lot going on. But um, at that event, the networking event for the alumni, uh, I gave a presentation. So I'm going to chop up that presentation into two parts and go ahead and play it for you. One this week, one next week. And I got some other content that I'm going to be putting up here until we kind of get a backlog built of uh, podcast episodes, hopefully here in the near future. But you guys asked for it, uh, so here we go. This is a presentation I gave at that Claim Your Life alumni event. There's about 40 to 50 people in the room. Um, eight IA firms are there, I, and um, we're at the MoCap building in Springfield, uh, Missouri. And uh, we have about 30-something IAs or their spouses uh, there as well. So it was a great time, uh, but... I hope you enjoy it and that it helps you claim your life. Now, what I want to talk about tonight, and if you've known me for any length of time, this is the topic that I am very passionate about. I don't like cars. I don't own a car. Does anybody know that? I don't own a car. And I teach auto claims. Hello. This is the weirdest thing ever, right? I actually only own a school bus. That's the only thing with wheels that I own. And so it's kind of a weird thing because people think, well, you're the auto guy. But I'm, I'm not into cars. The only reason I talk about cars, the only reason I talk about independent adjusting and appraising is because what it did for me and my family and how it allowed me to claim my life. So tonight what I want to talk about is how you can claim your life. You guys already know how to make money in this industry. You're all here certified. You don't need me to talk about fenders and bumpers, um, but we're going to talk about something a little bit deeper tonight. And so that's how to claim your life and how to live your dream life, because that's ultimately why you're all here. And we'll cover that here in a minute. 
So today I'm going to share with you three secrets, three things that I've learned in my, oh my gosh, 15 plus years as an IA. Uh, so first up, how can you purchase your dream life? Everybody here has something they want out of life. That's why you're an IA. But, but a lot of times it feels elusive and like you don't have enough to get it. So we're talking about how you purchase your dream life. Number two, how you can know when to say no. Uh, any veteran in here who's been doing it long enough has hit the point where they had to learn to say no. But sometimes that's the hardest decisions to make. And we're going to teach you how to know when to say no. And number three, how to know what to do every day in your life so you can get and keep your dream life. Because ultimately, we lose a lot of times what it is we're actually wanting because we don't do these things. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before I get to those three secrets that I've come across and learned in my life, I got to share our story. So this is my family. This was this summer. We're out in Cody, Wyoming, uh, about to go to a rodeo, trying to fit in uh, with our get up. But, you know, we still look homeless. So we were spotted, Kobe. I'm sorry. Um, um, but this is me when I became an IA. This is me. And no, my wife made me promise to say this line. I will not lose that look on my face, that stupid look for another 10 years. I did not learn anything for another 10 years. But this is me as I'm becoming an IA. And I had to go way back in the archives to find that one. But the reason I want to share my story is if I can do it, then I know you can. And by do it, I don't mean write an auto damage claim. We've already established that. Talk about claim your life, have the dream life that it, you really want. So I started out as a warehouse worker. Many of you know that. Uh, I worked at Walmart distribution, throwing boxes. I was really good at clearing the dust off the box, sticking a label on it, and throwing it on a conveyor belt. That was my skill set in life. I had nothing else. And I was given a chance by my father-in-law, who was over here somewhere. Where is he? Back there, Mark Passmore. He, uh, body shop manager, uh, body shop technician and painter for 20 plus years. And he finally said, I'm done managing a shop. It's stressful. I want to go become an independent appraiser. And he's like, I want to teach you how to do it. And I went, I don't know what that is. And he's like, you know, the people who write estimates on the cars that are damaged and I said, still don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, I'll, I'll teach you. You can do it. You're good with computers. We'll figure it out. And what he was telling me in code and I figured it out over time is, I want to give you a better life, and more importantly, my daughter, a better life than what you were providing her. So he helped me along in this journey, and you guys are all here, and we talked about it yesterday with the other group. He was my mentor. What I decided to do, ultimately with iPath, was replicate what he did for me, for all of you, to do that at a scale. So let's give Mark a hand. I said we were done, but... So I became a daily IA. I started working for the Doan Group. Um, Mark was working for the Doan Group. Vouch for me. Same way we vouch for you guys. Got me in the door. Um, even though I found out later that was heresy. It wasn't supposed to happen. Um, and then eventually I became a catastrophic IA. Then a regional manager for High Tech PDR who was in the house tonight. I don't know where he's at. I can't find There he is. Um, I was regional manager for High Tech PDR out in Colorado. Did that for about two, three years. Uh, and then I quit it all. And it sounds like a nice little journey. It's like, look at those bullet points. This is a pretty cool journey. But along the way, my wife and I, we lost everything, not once, but twice as an IA. And we're going to go into that and why that's important. 
Uh, so this is kind of the timeline of my life uh, since becoming an IA. 2003, I start working in a warehouse. Great. I have a kid. I start second-guessing my life. Uh, and my wife and I said, <laughs> we want a life where we don't have to leave our kids to go to work. That was our dream life. How, how can we do that? And luckily, my father-in-law had introduced this, the daily claims. So guess what we did working for the Doan Group? He was in the back seat every day, 10, 12 hours a day, road warrior. Now here tonight is my second son, Vox. You'll hear more about him later, um, but he's here with me. Why? Because I don't want to have to leave my kids to go to work. There's a reason I don't do in-person meetings. Typically, I don't fly out to corporate events and meet people uh, at high rises is because I might have to leave my kid, and that's not the life I want. So every day, though, from this point when we find out we're pregnant on, our goal is that, and that becomes important. That was our dream life. And so every day we work towards that. Now, the, <laughs> we lost everything. This is Vox, okay? He gave me permission to put this picture up there. He's like a day or two old here. Um, and so Vox uh, is a big part of this story. So how we lost everything twice is first, we're doing daily claims. We've been doing it a few years, working for three different companies. Um, none of them are in this room. And here's why. <laughs> because all of them lost all of their work in a span of 30 days for all different reasons. So all of my work dried up in a span of 30 days, and I suddenly had no business. It was not easy to find new firms. I didn't even really know who existed, and all of a sudden I found myself behind on my bills, knew I was gonna fall behind on my mortgage, negotiated with the bank. Anyways, it all fell apart. I lost my home later that year, but that was the season in which we decided to switch to catastrophic claims because my father-in-law had paved the way. He went to PARS, um, and uh, which a lot of people from PARS are now at PDR Links, including Bernie Rayoni. And um, he said, hey, I'll teach you how to do that. So he took me on a new journey. Then we're doing that for a few years. And um, the day of my second son, Vox, was born, I was supposed to be paid by that paintless dent repair company. Uh, it wasn't a huge check, but I had spent everything getting ready for the kid to be born, midwife, all that stuff. It was born at home on an Airstream off-grid. Think about that for a second. Okay, that's hard. Um, born, I, I have the baby. It's perfect, insane, and I have $227 in the bank and my paycheck's not there. I was a site manager of a, a repair facility for them, and I'd taken a month off. They were gracious enough to let me do that, but the company had folded overnight. And I had $227 in the bank with a second son. And so I'm like, wow. Um, and the only person, and Jason, you need to pass this on to Bernie, because he's supposed to be here. But uh, Bernie Rayoni was the only person who answered my phone that day when I was panicked and I didn't know what was going on. Why is nobody answering the phones? The dispatchers aren't working. Like, what is going on? And Bernie was the only person to ever answer my call and tell me, hey, I'm sorry. It is, it's gone, it's over. And so I've always respected the heck out of him for that. So that, that is a huge thing to me, uh, still to this day. So I've lost everything twice here, started over. Um, and what I ended up doing was going back and doing daily claims with $227 in the bank. Called SCA, Randall Graham. Uh, he onboarded me, he oversaw you know, everything uh, as my regional manager. And I told him straight up, look, all I can do is work enough claims till I run out of money. And then when I'm out of gas money, I got I to gotta be put on pause. And he worked with me, and he did, and he helped me climb back 
into the game and rebuild my business from scratch. And it worked. And I made more money with SCA, by the way, than I did any of the other firms I had worked for before because they had this thing called mileage that was automatically paid. I never charged mileage, and I drove three hours each direction, so I was a dingbat. Learn from my mistakes. Okay, moving on from that. Now, this is how iPath got started, and we'll get to the kind of where it falls in the timeline. Um, but iPath got started, no joke, as a Halloween costume. So I had this crazy idea. I, I, I resigned high tech. I was making multiple six figures. Idiot, right, in some respects. Like, what are you doing giving up? This amazing job, making multiple six figures, overseeing the, this amazing territory, 100 techs, 100 shops underneath you. What are you doing? Um, and I said, well, I really want to start my own business and move back onto a sailboat, a $500 sailboat. Don't be thinking yachts, people, okay? It was not. It was not a yacht, okay? So, but I said, what am I going to start my business as? I want an online business because I want to be around my kids. And someone at a picnic table said, you should teach people what you know about making money. Uh, as an as a auto person or whatever it is you do. And she was a sewing person who made $300,000 a year selling sewing patterns online. So she said, I know you could do it. You're teaching people how to make money. I'm teaching them how to make a little bag. Like, you could totally do it. So I said, okay, well, what would I call it? And we came up with this crazy name. Well, it's for IAs, and we want to help them figure out how to get somewhere. What in the world could we call this, babe? Well, what, what are, there's steps to this, and well... It's like, you know, what is the path to getting work? I'm like, well, what if we just called it IA path? Oh, it's marketing in five minutes. It's amazing. So <laughs> that week, I started recording podcasts. You guys can still hear them to this day. They're terrible. Um, and we went to Walmart. We made up a logo in Canva in three minutes. I, I swear it was like nothing. It was so bad. And we got a print off from Walmart, iron on, ironed on the shirt, and I wore it on Halloween that night. And um, went to my first student's house who wanted to learn how to do it. His name was Mike Boucher. He passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago. He was an IA till the day he died um, and out in Colorado. And I, I walk in, and he sees me grinning, cheesy. He knows I'm super excited about my new podcast. It's not really a business yet. It's just a podcast. And, um, and he's like, what? What's your costume? Why are you not dressed up? And I'm like, oh, I'm dressed up. And I... Opened up my shirt, and that's IAPath, right? So that's the beginning of IAPath and how I got started. Um, and you wouldn't know it by that beginning. I never imagined that to this date, we've got 4,390 people who have taken one of our trainings. We have over 10 people who work with us remotely in some way, shape, or form, and it literally grows like weekly, it feels like, with contractors. Um, I ended up authoring 24 books since then. And I homeschooled my three kids with my wife on our sailboat or school bus full time. I never leave my kids. I, you ask Tim Davis, he's like, of SCA, he's like, why don't we ever get together and meet? Because I don't meet people, Tim. That's why. I don't do that because that's not the life I want. Now, this was the life I dreamed of and headed towards. Fortunately, God blessed me and allowed me to experience it. It doesn't always happen that way. But the question is, how do you even try to get there? How do you get to what it is that you want to be? So that's what we're going to help you with here. Because our mission is, this is why we talk about this, is we help you, the adjusters, get work so you can, anybody? Claim your life, right? This is step one and two of what we do. Because we are about more than making money. We've always been about helping people 
reach their dream life. And that's why on phone calls and screenings with myself or Danica, we will tell you if we think you are headed the wrong way. We want your money, sure, but this is probably not a right fit or the right time for you because we need to make sure this is going to get you where you want to go. Um, and so that's why we, we talk about these weird woohoo things like claiming your life. So number one, how to buy your dream life. Anybody remember this question? <laughs> Anybody in the room? All right, call, call out to me. Jenikin, why, why did you decide to become an independent appraiser adjuster? Well, I needed to make money, and I was good at customer service and take care of folks. Awesome. Anybody else remember something that they answered with? Any idea? Yeah. Perfect. Anybody else? Okay. And look, how many people have answered this? 495 times. I have good data. I'm a statistician on this thing. Because this is the first question we ask every person that comes inside our community. This is one of those questions that we say, hey, why are you doing this? Here's a synopsis of what we see in order, basically, of what we see most. I want more time with my family. I want freedom to decide how to spend my time. I want to get out of the rat race or medical field. I want to be my own boss. I want to help people with my job. Uh, I don't want any ceiling on my income. And what I sum all this up in as, most of you were making money already. You didn't come to me because you didn't know how to make money. You're not a high school student who's never had a job. You left another job <laughs> to become an IA for the reasons we listed before in that last slide. The reality is you're just hoping to claim your life. You're thinking this is a better place than where you were at before. So that is why the rest of this presentation is going to happen. So just remember that you asked for it. You said that's why you were here, and that's why we're going to talk about it. Anybody familiar with this? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Very, very famous framework of thinking. Starts at the bottom, hey, you don't care if you have a great job or a great house if you can't breathe. <laughs> kind of breathing comes first. You know, you want to eat, you want to sleep, you want to breathe. From there, it goes on to safety and security. Yes, I want stability in my job. I want things like that. After I have those things, I'm kind of okay to get married and love and belonging and all that fun stuff. Then I want to feel better about what I do, right? I want, to, I want the respect of others. It's not just about making money anymore. And, uh, you know, as you go up, it's like, hey, what's the meaning of life? What are my morals? Why am I doing? I don't feel like I'm helping people in my job, that kind of thing. So that's the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And this is huge. This is huge. This is not necessarily foolproof. There's flaws in it, depending how deep you want to dive on the psychology and everything of it. But in general, this is, this is how we see the world. This is how we prioritize. And so how do we climb these? This is really because at the top is really how you claim your life. So, you want to claim your life, and the other way to put that is how do you purchase it? Because that's what I'm promising to show you is, how do you purchase your dream life? And what I found after two years, because this, this is why, <laughs> because I work with all of you guys, I see you guys make so much money or so little money, depending how the season goes, right? Once you do really good, the same thing happens. Kobe's had it happen. Brad's had it happen. Rusty's had it happen. Everybody has it happen. You make bus six figures and suddenly you go, I, I can't slow down. I don't have a life anymore. And this is, and so I was like, why is that? Why do I choose to live on a sailboat? Why 
Are these people wanting to turn down claims? What, what is this that we're searching for? I'm like, well, I want more time to myself. And I realized after literally two years of talking to friends and Kobe helped me label this term, I was like, what is this? What is this thing that we're after? Why is there value in not making more money? And it's like, because there's not just one currency in life. There's four life currencies. And I, Kobe literally on the phone two or years ago was like, you're talking about currencies, man. Life currencies. That's the term you're looking for. Oh, wait, that's it. So, uh, but time, everybody knows your time is valuable, but yet often we trade it. Sometimes we need to for other reasons but we trade it for bad claims, bad supplements, bad things. And we're like, that ain't worth it. I'm not going for 20 bucks. I'd rather pay somebody 23 bucks to rekey that thing in or whatever, right? There's energy, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual energy is something that you are spending and that you are using or gaining every single day. Relationships, the most valuable of all, is the currency of life. But we use relationships to what? To make money. We sacrifice our relationships with our family to make money. We sacrifice uh, relationships. I missed my best friend's wedding because I was on Catstorm and I refused to ask for the time off. I still regret that to this day. But we use relationships for good too by having a networking event here. And now you're going to take that one talk in one minute with John Geronda and turn it into money, right? So there's four currencies here in life that we have to consider, and this is how we start purchasing our life, and I'll show you how. So at the bottom here, we got food, water, shelter, clothing, got a house, got some employment. What, what solves all those problems out of those four life currencies? It's, it's money. In our modern world, it is money. Back in the day, in the caveman day, you didn't need money. Nowadays, you need money if you want a house in SoCal or a house in the Keys, unless you're on me, like me on a sailboat. You don't need as much money. But that's what gets you through the first two levels. But that's where it gets really dangerous. Because we suddenly begin to believe that, because money solved our first problem, that that is what's going to solve all of our problems. And we keep sinking more time, relationships, energy, into making more money, hoping that all those other needs are going to get taken care of. But in reality, money can't even purchase many of the things we're after. So this is one of my favorite books of all time called The Good Life. I read this trying to figure this all out. And it basically says that once you make $75,000, last two presidents, maybe it's $100,000 uh, adjusted for inflation, but once you make $7,500,000, um, you no longer are increasing your happiness, basically, as you make money. So if you make $200,000, it's really not as big a jump as it was going from 50 to 75. It's, rel it's, it's, it's not a, this exponential increase anymore. So this is really important because it's a reality that you have to make money to pay your mortgage. You can't just say, sorry, honey, I'm going to sit home all day with you. We're going to have a great relationship. You have to make money. But that's why at a certain point, roughly seventy-five dollars to $100,000, you got to start making changes to the, to the way you live. So anybody have a guess what these are? What solves these two levels and even beyond? Money. No, you were wrong, and you know it. it 
time, energy, relationships, right? You can't actually increase your morality with money. <laughs> you can't get more confidence with money. Sure, you can try to buy suits or whatever and make yourself feel good, but in reality, you're going to lose respect of others because they're going to see through that and you're going to feel worse about yourself. So you have to start giving time, energy, and focus on your time, energy, and relationships to start these other things. So now we have a rough idea, about $100,000 roughly, that we've got to get to, and then we've got to pour our, our efforts and currencies into these others to get to the top of that. So more money will not help you reach the rest of these levels. It is not the whole answer to claiming your life, which is super important. And you purchase your dream life, how? By being rich in all four currencies. The only way you're going to get your dream life, and we'll get to that in a minute, is if you have the time to enjoy it, if you have the relationships with the loved ones you have, if you have your health to be alive to experience it. You can have everything in the world. You can be Bill Gates, but if you don't have a family to spend it with, you might still be wishing you were living a different life. So that's, that's secret number one. Four life currencies. It'll change the way you view the world. Promise. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.